Hi everybody, it's Angel L. Welcome back. It is, well, by the time you get this, it'll be Sunday, January 12th or 13th, I believe. But thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all of you that have supported. Thank you to all the people that have said it's really good um, to hear this information, um, this form of rawness. Um, and you know, what I provide on this podcast, as you all should know who are listening, the name of this podcast is Heart's Desire to Heal. And tonight's segment is going to be entitled, um, as a single mother, are you ready to date? Um, I think this is like a hot topic for me and a lot of single moms because, A lot of us are so overwhelmed with a lot of different things that have to do with mothering, Um, especially if you have younger kids that dating sometimes is secondary. Um, Last week, we talked about um, parents who are co-parenting with other parents who may already have a spouse or a partner and navigating that. But then I also promised that I would talk about you yourself, putting yourself out there and dating. And I'm going to talk about, you know, where I am and, you know, things that I've experienced. Um, I have to be honest. And so um, just a few things to get out of the way. Um, My email address, if you have questions, is heartsdesiretoheal at mail.com. Don't forget that. That's hearts with an S, desiretoheal at mail.com. Um, the blog's name is Heart's Desire to Heal. It is on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. Um, these are the platforms, um, Anchor has been so gracious enough to place me on. Um, even though my podcast is really raw, um, I'm very grateful for the exposure that I've gotten and the few people that do listen. And I hope that it will continue to grow. I thank you to my Instagram following, um, I specifically want to give a special, special shout out to post-traumatic growth and recovery. Uh, As promised, if you send a comment in my Instagram message, I will definitely shout you out on the podcast. So thank you for that. Um, I'm on Anchor, as I said, Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, um, Radio Public, and Stitcher right now. Um, (laughs) single mom chronicles. So that's part of the segment that I do every week. And I, that's where I talk about my experience with my child. This week was kind of rough. Um, I went to, through a series of things with her childcare facility, and I'm not going to go too much into it, but I will say, you know, finding and feeling safe with your child's childcare is absolutely important. And, you know, sometimes things don't always go as planned and always feel comfortable navigating away from that place and, you know, finding something that is more comfortable for you. Always listen to your children. They come first. And so as well as childcare is about you feeling comfortable leaving your child, your child should always feel comfortable with their childcare facility or babysitters or thereof. Um... You know, a lot of people think that kids sometimes make up stories or they may not, they may um, fabricate what's the truth. Um, But because of my experiences, I think I 
I'm always going to take the position that my child's word um, means a whole lot to me and I'm never going to undermine it because she's young or, you know, she may not be aware of the world. Um, I'm always going to keep her first priority and keep her truth, you know, sacred. You know, if she tells me she's uncomfortable with something, that's what it is. And so I was forced to make um, a decision um, this week about her childcare. And hopefully moving forward, um, you know, I'll continue to make those kind of hard decisions that have to do with her. It's different, you know, when you're making decisions for yourself. Sometimes we tend to put ourselves through a lot more than we, we, we put our children through. And that's a good thing. Don't feel guilty about that. Don't feel like you're being an overprotective mom or, you know, you're, you're not, <laughs> you're not, you're being like overly sensitive about everything about your children. Um, I, my mom did an amazing job. Um, but there are things that I wish she would have just paid a little bit more attention to. And so I'm being mindful of that as a mother. Again, this podcast is really raw. Um, I just started. And so if there are any things that you don't hear correctly or things that, you know, sound a little muffled, please excuse me. Um, I'm still working on developing the podcast. And so thank you again for tuning in. And so tonight's Bible scripture is from Matthew 19:26. Um, basically, it's saying, single mom, you feel it's out of reach, but nothing is impossible with me. Um, I can't, single mom has kind of been added to that. Um, it just means that um, nothing is impossible with God. So no matter what situation you may feel like you're in that you can't get out of, and I hope I'm speaking to a lot of moms out there because I'm actually speaking to myself. There are situations that I feel sometimes that I encounter that I'm like, how am I going to get out of this? What am I going to do? How am I going to navigate through this situation? And, you know, just having that there for you. Um, and so tonight, the name of the, the segment, as I said, is, um, this is, as a single mom, are you ready to date? For me, since I had my daughter, I ha- I can honestly say it has been challenging. Challenging because I'm not only dating people for my liking, I'm dating people for another human being's liking, and I'm also trying to navigate character, making sure I'm not dating a psycho, and bringing that equation into my life. Um, especially because of the type of life I have that includes my daughter um, and includes another parent, I have, I am very mindful, you know, not all co-parents are mindful about, you know, what this actually means for the child. And so I'm very mindful about that. And so it's been a challenge for me. Um, I am picky in the sense that I want to be like fully attracted and I want the person to have certain attributes. But again, pickiness is also about character. Do I feel like you will cohesively work with my family? Um, Personal story, (laughs) recently a lot of people that, um, not a lot, because I've only, I dated two people, I think last year, and I wouldn't even call it dating because we didn't really go out a lot. And that was the issue. Um, A lot of it was a lot of phone conversation. One of them did not grab me on phone conversation and that was like a no-no. And I, I'm old school in the sense that you need to be able to, and guys, this is, 
I'm this is not a guy bashing I always have to put that disclaimer out there but like if you are not entertaining over the phone I don't know how entertaining you're going to be in person and so there's a drawback with that and so this guy we would get on the phone and he wouldn't really have much to say and he also wasn't really like inviting me out and a lot of guys feel like why should I spend my money and do this and do that when I don't know where the relationship is going um but people don't realize like simple things like museums and and you know um sightseeing and things like going to see the Statue of Liberty like it doesn't always have to be a three course dinner that's costing three hundred dollars for you to engage someone you know it could be something as simple as sitting in the park with some Starbucks, you know what I mean? And so I think we've lost as as a culture, we've lost that simplicity in dating and that's always has the downfall for me because I'm very traditional when it comes down to dating. Um, I don't necessarily need someone to take me out all the time, but I need to feel like every situation is special. And when I stop, when I don't even feel like from the beginning, you're willing to put in the work to make it special um it it's really not going to go that far so this guy never took me out on a date pretty much i got bored and that didn't work out um and he wasn't the only one there were other there was another guy who tried the same thing like didn't really want to go out but was always inviting me into my place and i was just thrown off with that number one because i live with my daughter and so that's a protective space for me. And if I haven't invited you into my world, into my daughter's world, it's gonna be weird for me to entertain you in my home. And so it would have been best to create a relationship outside. Um, so I could have gotten to know, you know, like what his character was and what, 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 that, what substance that relationship and what meaning it would have in my life. And I think a lot of men these days, again, because of the culture, are more sex focused and I've heard a lot of females saying this like there's no um, chivalry anymore it's more so like I know I'm gonna get it and so I'm not working to get it because there's a lot of females out there honestly Christian non-Christian who are putting it out there sex is pretty much a dime a dozen now and you know it's hard when someone like me is like still wanting to wait and still wanting to like feel people out and get to know you and you know right now and this is a personal choice I'm not saying this to anybody on this podcast for you to feel like this is the way you should go but I've opted to be celibate and I wasn't always here even when I came even when I um was back you know fully committed into Christ and going to church heavily I still battled with demons of like um insecurity and feeling like sex was you know the way I could show love and sex was how I could gain power and so I still struggled with that part of myself and so I was still caught up in you know you know engaging in sex and sexual acts with people that I didn't necessarily feel good about after and so I've opted to be celibate but maybe as a single mom that might be what you need to do to kind of weed out the crap out there. And so tonight, again, and in usual format, I'm going to give you basically, um, you know, what you should be doing, you know, or what my opinion is on what you should be doing as a dating single mom 
um, what 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 areas you should be questioning and thinking about in your mind and what you should not be doing. And again, this is my opinion. You don't have to follow it, but I think that um, these are some things that will be helpful in the long run if you're not if you aren't already doing them. And so um, the first thing that comes to mind, and this was my case, um, do you have a support system? Um, for me, it's been difficult because I really, I don't have a lot of family around and, um, the family I have around, they're not necessarily available for childcare purposes. And so a lot of times I just did not have the childcare for dating. And so that kind of pushed back me meeting someone the way I wanted to. And so as a female, just really thinking about who are, do you, is your life, capable of inviting someone new into it are you able to leave your daughter with a reliable sitter so that you can really get to know someone and have that relationship flourish um the other thing is um should new dates meet your kids for me i think it should be six months to a year this is totally dependent on you for me i just kind of felt like i didn't want my daughter just kind of like meeting guy after guy who maybe was not even a potential or wasn't even, you know, a candidate. And so like, you know, till this day, like no guys have actually had any kind of um, relationship with my daughter that I've engaged in any kind of dating situation with. The guys that do engage with my daughter are people that I've been friends with for a long time and I'm comfortable with that because my daughter does need, you know, besides her father, other male figures that are positive, but I've really refrained from having her around males and, you know, just, I I want that person that comes along that is going to be that person in my life to be consistent. And I know, I'll know that he's gonna be consistent by his character and the things that he shows. And so if I don't see that, I, I, I definitely would think there would be no use for him to meet my child. And ladies, you can send me emails about this and tell me if I'm wrong about that. The next thing is, are you over your ex? Okay, and this is like really wide because are you over your ex in the sense that you dealt with the emotions of why or what caused the relationship to break up? Did you do that internal healing and work on yourself? And if if you haven't dealt with it, are you still in the midst of it? Do you still have feelings? Do you still have a lot of drama going on? I mean, and, and I'm talking to myself here, like if you're in the midst of like battling with your ex and you're constantly talking about your ex and your ex is like, prime conversation for you mentally in your mind it's it is going to be hard um for you to let someone in and feel positive and feel a peaceful space around that and I almost feel like you do kind of invite that same energy into your life if you have a lot of stuff going on with your ex and for those of you that have exes that are toxic or abusive or narcissistic or sociopathic um this can be a very very hard thing because it's like you want to find love and you want to date however there is so much emotional push and pull maybe because you have a child with that person of course 
but because there are there's so many manipulative tactics going on when you're in those kind of dynamics it's almost like sometimes they don't want you to move on and so you may be in a spiral and web of back and forth with your ex and is it healthy to bring someone into that kind of um, atmosphere absolutely not obviously um, nothing great can come out of that and so you need to assess that for yourself um, are you over the ex if you're still in love with your ex and you're just trying to date to like get over the ex or put a band-aid over whatever it is that you're feeling inside those situations normally do not work some people it works for I've seen people bounce from relationship to relationship from personal opinion it has not worked for me um, like I said before, put in the work. Um, if you need to do therapy, if you need to read um, self-help books, if you need to um, read books about co-parenting, about coexisting with co- the other co-parents so that you can date and still be respected and still be and still communicate and still build that relationship with that other parent, without your new spouse or your new boyfriend being a rival, do the work, do the research. I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of looking at information that is relatable to me. And so try to find those areas where you need work in and definitely do the work in that area. Do not go into dating blindly without doing the self-healing with your inner self. Make sure that you're together. Make sure you're loving yourself. Because whatever you're saying to yourself internally, then again, this is me talking back to myself because this is a work in progress for me. None of these things I'm saying to you tonight, none of them come easy. None of them are right off the bat. There's no, <laughs> there's no, um, there's no, there's no method to this madness. You just have to know where you are. Um, so do the work on loving you, on getting over your ex, and and, and see where that takes you. Um, also, does this person work effectively with your family? Um, do they work at night? Do they work in the morning? Do they like children? Are they divorced? Did they just get a divorce? So if someone just got a divorce, they just got out of a marriage, and you're a female looking to get married, I'm not saying not to go into that situation, but really assess where that person is in life and where it combines with you. Um, I'm really spiritual and, you know, I would like to think that in in my quiet time or in my prayer time that I have, I have prayed that the right people will come into my life. And whatever that means for you, whether it's by doing affirmations, whether it's by um, self-talking or make sure that you are inviting the right type of people into your life. So another example is if you're a person who is a professional, don't try to engage with a rapper because you're lonely. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, in the long run, is that going to work for your lifestyle? Is that going to work for your children's lifestyle? Um, Trust your feelings about people that you meet. Um, for those of us that do pray about things, pray about this person, ask God if, if they are the right person to have in your life. Um, I tend to feel a gut feeling, what some would call a gut feeling, a sixth sense that, you know, um, someone isn't right. Um, and it's because of things that I might say to my, my higher power in my prayer time 
that I will kind of like feel this uneasiness about this person that's already telling me, nah, don't don't invite this person into your space. They're not good. They don't mean you well. Um, and so, um, again, if you have that uneasiness about this person, you should not be introducing them to your kids. You should not be inviting toxicity into your kids. If this person is like somebody that you know, for those of us ladies that like to play those games, if you know that this is kind of like a play thing, don't invite your children into that. Don't invite your children into things that are not going to be stable. You want your kids to be loved, healthy, and in and, and stable um, positions always. Um, I'm going to raise my hand right here. Don't get desperate because in desperation, a lot of things transpire. Things end up happening that don't need to happening. Souls and people, souls, people end up uniting that don't need to unite. And so be very mindful of your desperation season. Um, a lot of us go through it. A lot of us know how to navigate through it. Years ago, I did not. And so I would take on relationships with broken people. I would take on things that I just had no business taking on. And when you do that, you invite abuse, you invite people that are unhealthy for you in your space because you're desperate. I was desperate for love at a point in my life. I was desperate to have kids. I was desperate to get married. Um, And now it's not that I don't want those things. I'm just in a space that when they don't when they're not happening i feel sad about it but i'm not longing for it to where i'm willing to give up everything for it you know and that's that's a dangerous space to be in so be very very mindful of that um try everybody has mixed feelings about online dating um i had a friend recently that told me um she's going to pay for me to online date only because I don't have time. I'm always like working or doing something for my daughter. So it's very hard for me to be a lot of times in social settings where I'm meeting masses of people or I'm meeting like-minded people. And so if you are that way, try online dating. If you are a Christian, there is Christian Mingle. There are Christian websites. There are um, groups within your church homes or within any organization that you may be a part of where you can meet people. And so that's, that's a good thing because it's not always organized dating online. It could be any organization that you're part of where you're meeting a community of people. You can use that as a source of meeting new people to engage with, with, with the opposite sex to date. And so never sell those things short. Um, the don'ts. I'm going to be really quickly quick about the don'ts. Um, we are um, at 20 minutes tonight. Um, and after I give you the don'ts, I'm going to give you the affirmation for the night. And um, hopefully I've said something on this podcast that really impressed you. Leave a comment on my Instagram. As I said, send me emails. I love to answer questions. I love to write. I'm going to keep updating the blog. Um, don't forget, it's Heart's Desire to Heal on blogger.com. If you just type that into Google, um, the webpage should pop up. Thank you again for supporting me. Oh my God, I'm so, 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 so grateful. I'm praying that, and I hope that this grows and, you know, you continue to come back. So the don'ts, ladies, we know, I know, we all been there. 
you want human touch. We do. Whether you're married, whether you're unmarried, whether you've been married before, whether you're divorced, we all, we are female beings. We have those desires. But what I've learned, and this is not even from a spiritual umbrella, because from a spiritual umbrella, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of details about that that we could get into. Um, but because my audience is, I hope and pray that my audience will be broad, that aspect. But on another sense, sex clouds your judgment. And so you do not want to have sex quickly, okay? You can follow this, you cannot follow this, but I'm telling you from personal experience, I'm raising both hands. Please do yourself the favor. Do not jump into the bed with everybody and anybody. You really don't have a clear vision of people until you have spent that time out of the bedroom getting to know them. If the man gives you pushback about that, he may not be for you. You know, like seriously, because if a man is there for the long run, he's he's going to wait in the long run to get to get to know you enough to, to do what you do. Some of you may wait for marriage. Some of you may not wait for marriage. That is your personal choice. However, you navigate your dating life. But jumping in the bed with people quickly, I'm telling you, <laughs> do yourself the favor and don't. Um, don't feel guilt about not dating, dating. You deserve to have someone. If you want to date, if you feel like you're ready to date, if you've done the work, please go out there and feel free to date and meet people. Um, Again, don't put your dating life on your kids. If you don't know where you are with this person, do not, do not introduce them to your kids. Um, Do not involve your ex in your dating life. Do not talk about your ex. Um, I did this when I was dating. I would talk about my ex a lot and... Honestly, those same guys knew exactly what buttons to to push. They learned my insecurities really quickly, and that was not always positive or healthy. And so be very, very mindful of that. Um, um, don't date a guy who doesn't want to talk about your kids and the future of your kids. If the guy is seeming like, ah, eh, kids is not really on my agenda, I'm not really entertained by your stories about after school I'm not saying that you have to like overwhelm someone with your stories about your kids, but a man should really be interested in engaging about what is going on with you and your children. I had a guy who never asked me how my daughter was doing and she was smaller than she is now. And it was off-putting because it was like, you know, I don't just exist in this home by myself. You know, I'm a single mom running around here doing this job, but yet you didn't ask. Yes, we all know she has a father, but it would have been nice for you to engage me in that area of my life. And so he's not here to, to today because of that. Um, don't date a loser. I think I don't need to say much about that. You know what a loser is. And that is figurative because some of you, whatever you're into is what you're into. A loser basically is something that is not up to standard with you. Again, ladies, make sure you have a standard and stick to it. Okay, you know you want a man that has a job. You know you want a provider. Do not date a starving artist if that's the case. You know you want a man that is a homeowner. Do not date a guy who's telling you he has bad credit and he's gonna use yours to buy a home. Don't, because you're going to get your feelings hurt and it's going to be hard in the long run, okay? Um, seriously, just don't do, don't do it to yourself. 
um, find out if he wants family. If you know you're looking to get married, don't talk to a guy who's telling you, I don't ever want to get married in hopes that your good looks and your good sex and your Christianity is going to make them want to get married. It is just not going to happen. Please, ladies, do yourself a favor. And I'm being very transparent with that. Um, character, 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 character. If I was to say anything about this podcast tonight, ladies, make sure that the character of the guy aligns with who you want in a man and the man that God has for you and the man that is right for your children and your family and your dynamic. If you want a part two to this podcast, please feel free to let me know. Again, these podcasts I have been trying to keep them at 30 minutes. I, I want to keep it short and sweet. I want you to enjoy it. Um, I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you really, really, really enjoyed tonight. And please let me know. I love hearing your comments. I love when friends tell me that they enjoyed what I had to provide. Um, have a good week. Um, I look forward to hearing from you guys next week and, you know, I'll hit you up in the middle of the week and let you know what the topic is. Good night, all.